What's going on, people? This is your boy, Michael O, your chief motivational officer. Listen, I am excited to bring you a brand new podcast, Moving Mountains, hosted by myself. Find me on Spotify, find us on iTunes, find us on YouTube. Connect with us, Moving Mountains Podcast. What's going on, people? Welcome to Moving Mountains. Welcome to another episode. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Michael O. This is the podcast where I bring you the tools to inspire, motivate, and help you level up to that next level. I've got a jam-packed, jam-packed episode for you today. Please do not operate any heavy machinery during the listening of this podcast because I need you full attention. I need you to sit down. I need you to grab a sheet of paper or something because I need you to take notes. This is some good stuff. This is some stuff that has I have applied to my life, having learned from some of the most successful people that I have been in contact with, that I have interviewed, who have come around me. For the rest of the year, forthcoming episodes, I will be giving you the tools to help you level up to the next level this year. Over here, we believe in progress, we believe in success. And so today, I want to give you five tools, five essential tools that I feel are essential to be able to achieve and attain success in absolutely every endeavor that you choose to pursue. The first one that I want to I want to talk about is the setting of clear, defined goals. Oh my goodness! I get so many messages. I mentor some people, and when I like when we go through their goal list, I'm like, you know, what are the next goals? What are the goals? The three goals that you want to achieve in the next couple of years? And a lot of the time, they will tell me, you know, I want a bigger house. I want to earn more money. I want to lose a bit of weight. Now, my problem with it's not even my problem. This is a research. It's a very well researched subject. It's a very well researched topic. The problem with setting such vague goals is that the number one rule of setting goals, if your goals cannot be measured, if you can't measure the progress of point A to point B, you don't have goals. You have a wish list, right? And so this is the first thing. Like a lot of people I say to them, I'm like, look, what are the clear goals that you want to achieve in your career? this year what are the clear goals that you want to achieve in your finances this year and usually they have very vague i want to make more money i want to i want a promotion well the question is how much more money do you make because if you go to tell your boss that you want a you want a raise and he gives you 10 pounds more that you're earning right now guess what you just earn more money <laughs> right but the question but is that what you are after is that what you were looking for no you were looking for a certain substantial amount of money but the goals that you set did not define the the very clear out it did not very <laughs> it did not clearly outline exactly how much money that you wanted to make if you want to lose weight and you have a general vague idea that listen i want to lose weight by the summer the question is how much weight do you intend to lose on a weekly basis how much weight do you intend to lose on a monthly basis to be able to achieve that specific goal by the summertime and if your goals are not clearly defined and measurable you have a wish list, yeah? You are clinging onto hope. You do not have a very clear path to follow. And when you don't have a very clear path to follow, psychologically, your mind cannot, cannot go out and create the pathways to help you achieve those goals. We have such a, we have a very powerful machine in our mind. One of my ment mentors said to me one day, he says, listen, the people who get what they want in life are the people who know exactly what they want in life. They get what they want, and then everybody else gets the leftovers, right? And there has never been more truth spoken. If you say you want a nice car, and I go and bring you a nice Toyota Corolla from 1988, guess what? It is a nice car. 
but you did not clearly define that I want a blue Bentley with a peanut butter interior with the 22 inch rims. Do you see what I'm saying? You have to be very clear in the setting of of your goals, and it's not just in in the acquisition of in the acquisition of money. It's in it's in setting your family life, and it's in your health goals. It is in your faith goals. It is in absolutely every goal that you choose to set. As we go on in in the in the future episodes, I'm going to talk about some of the seven areas of my life that I set goals in each year because I believe that success is a wholesome thing. I believe in success being whole in your finances, whole in your family, whole in your relationships, whole in your health whole in absolutely every area of your of your life so that you are a complete human being. I feel like if you are a unhealthy person, overweight, not paying any attention to your health, with a lot of money in the bank, you are simply a poor person with money in the bank, right? That is not the aspiration. That is not what we're aiming for. That is not what we're, we're aspiring to achieve. And so I think it's very important. It's absolutely essential that you set clear, clearly defined goals in all in seven areas of your life. I'm going to share this in future episodes. So that for me is essential. That is point number one in being able to live a successful life. Number two, you need to develop a study program. You need to develop a study program. What that means is that, look, doctors study medicine, lawyers study law, successful people study success. Nothing happens by accident. If you are trying to achieve something, if you are trying to create the best, the next best cryptocurrency, for example, when I come into your environment, I want to see all around you books, podcasts, tapes, YouTube videos, absolutely everything talking about creating an amazing cryptocurrency so that I can see that you are obsessed. You are absolutely delving deep into the particular subject of what you want to achieve. A lot of people take a very blasé approach to trying to achieve anything where it's like, yeah, it would be nice to do X and X. Well, the reality is everything that you want to achieve, everything that you want to do, any information that you need to know and everything is in a book somewhere. It's on, it's on a Google page. It's on a website. It's on a YouTube video. It is somewhere. The, every problem that you have right now in your life is a problem of ignorance, right? You simply are having the problems that you have because you haven't taken the time to acquire the knowledge to be able to understand how to fix that issue. So absolutely every problem that you have can be fixed mostly by studying. If you are trying to get a mortgage, for example, if you want to get a mortgage a year or two from now, you don't take the time to learn about conveyancing, to learn about how to find a good mortgage, what sort of interest rates you should be looking at, which kind of areas you would like to do, um, which where you would like to you would like to buy from, um, your your credit score. If you don't take the time to study all of these different areas, you will get burnt because there are sharks out there who are looking for people who are not paying attention to the finer details so they can take advantage of them, right? So if you want to be successful in absolutely anything, you need to develop a study program. I call myself a student of life. From Monday to Thursday, I have a reading plan where I spend at least 30 minutes to one hour every day learning about something. When when people call me during those times and I say I'm learning, they're like, oh, bro, I didn't know you were, you were back at uni. What course are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing the course of life, baby. Because that is what it takes to be able to be successful. The world is changing and constantly growing at such a fast pace. Our job, yours and mine, is to keep up to date, stay abreast of absolutely everything that's happening in the world so that we can be effective, so that we can go out there and we can make good success because we have the knowledge that is up to date. Okay, cool. So 
Now you've got the knowledge. I'm going to move on to the third thing that I think is absolutely essential for success, right? In order to be able to achieve great results in everything, there are three elements to success. We've just covered the first one, which is knowledge. Knowledge is absolutely essential. If you haven't put in the hours to be able to establish yourself as the go-to person in your particular field, what's the conversation even about success? Right, Because you need to understand, you need to put in your 10,000 hours, become a pro so that you can establish yourself as the go-to person. But knowledge only accounts for 10% of success. Then there's another element, which is hard work. We know hard work is essential, right? Of course, we know hard work by itself isn't, isn't enough. You know, I grew up with my mom working 50, 60 hours a week to put food on the table. She was always still short at the end of the month. I love my mom. I appreciate everything she did for me. But the hard work in and of itself wasn't going to produce the kind of results that she wanted. Hard work is only a simple element. It's only one element, right? It only accounts to 20%. You still need to make up for the remaining 80%. We know that knowledge will account for 10%. You know, but hard work, of course. In this age, everybody's like, work smart, work smart. And I'm like, fucking millennials, you're just lazy. Like, <laughs> right? You're just lazy. I see people waking up at 2 p.m. in the afternoon talking about, yeah, bro, I'm just working smart. You get me? No, stupid. <laughs> right? You still need to put in the hours. You can't. Look, I say this all the time. Yes, it's all about sharpening your axe so that when you're cutting down the tree, it will be as easy as possible. But guess what? After your, sharp, after your axe is sharpened, you still need to grab the tree and go and put some, some, some manpower, some, some manual labor into that to be able to get the tree down, right? So if, 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 you're sharp, if your sharpened axe is knowledge, that manual labor is hard work. You can sharpen the axe as much as you want. The axe isn't going to get up and do the cutting down for you, right? So that's an essential element. However, that only still accounts for 20%. The remaining 70% is your environment. You cannot outgrow the people who are framing your way of thinking, right? If you, are if you right now find yourself around five broke people, believe you me, count down 60 days from today, you are going to be the sixth broke person. Simply because birds of a feather flock together. If you are in a certain environment, if you are in an environment where everybody is doing the same thing, it is likely that you are going to follow the same path. If you are around millionaires, if you're around people who are successful, if you're around people who are ambitious, if you're around people who are going somewhere, who are pushing forward in a positive direction, naturally, you will do what they're doing. Part of the results that I have achieved in my life is simply by following what my good friends have been doing. I surround myself. I made a decision in 2000 and I think it was 2007. 2007, I found myself around a bunch of people who could not understand where I was going. I had just dropped out of medical school. And of course, to them, this was the end of the world. You know, what are, what are you talking about? You want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be a businessman? Da, da, da. Just go to school, get a good job. And, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, right? It just wasn't the direction that I wanted to go with my life. It just wasn't the path that I wanted to follow. The crazy thing is, by the time some of my friends finished medical school, I was already a millionaire seven years later, right? They were now coming out with medical degrees looking for jobs. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If this is what your heart beats for, if you want to become the next Dr. Oz or whatever it, whatever it is, you absolutely need to go to medical school and do whatever it is you need to do. For me, 
I already had a very strong inkling as to the direction that I wanted to go. In 2007, I literally dropped everybody around me. And it was quite harsh. It's quite militant. I have a very militant approach to life sometimes. But I, it had really dawned on me that, yo, the environment that I'm in, I am surrounded by people who do not share the same mindset as and the same outlook that I have for my life. I wanted to be around people who are entrepreneurial. I wanted to be around people who were not afraid to go out there and blaze their own trails. It was essential for me to be able to go out there and look for people who were already doing this. So literally, from that point, obviously, it became a very lonely journey because these were all my, my friends who I had literally dropped overnight. I would grab my laptop, go to some of the five-star hotels in the city of Mayfair every day, and I would literally sit there and work from there. I might, I might meet Gary from Chelsea who owns a carpet shop. I'll be, I'll be drinking a can of Coke and eating a sandwich. He might ask me a question about the sandwich, and I'll start to make conversation. But I was clear that I needed people in my life, number one. I needed people in my life who were entrepreneurs and who were business-minded. Number two, I wanted to be around some millionaires. I wanted to have some idea as to what it felt like to be a millionaire. What is it everything that it's, that it's cut out to be? Is it How can I achieve that in my own life? I wanted to be around people who were fantastic at fitness. I wanted to, trans, I wanted to transform my body and I wanted, to, I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to be around people who were good fathers right? And good partners. So I went out there and I looked for some people who were, who were already doing amazing things in this field. I wanted to be around people who were spiritually grounded, right? So I went out there and I looked for people who were not necessarily religious, but people who had a spiritual path that kept them grounded, right? Because for me, I believe that sometimes life will throw certain things at you that the only thing, the only way that you can really, really, really come over those things is just sit there and talk to somebody bigger than yourself, <laughs> right? Sometimes it's absolutely essential um, to be able to do that. So I recognize that. And I chose all of these different paths. And I went out there and I sought out people who were the friends that I have in my life now. Yeah, they're great people. But really, they are my friends because they are fantastic at something that helps me grow. Because in the next five years, you are going to become a hybrid of the five people that you spend the most time with, right? So if you're going to become a hybrid of the five people you spend the most amount of time with, they might as well be people who are headed in the direction that you want your life to go, right? So that for me is absolutely essential. Your environment accounts for 70%. You cannot be around negative people and expect to build a positive life. It is absolutely impossible, right? Um, so there's a, there's a reason why the eagle lays his, lays his eggs on top of the mountain where sparrows can't get to, where doves can't get to, where none of these other birds can get to. Only eagles can reach that height. The eaglets are born out, they're born, they come out of their shells on the highest point of the mountain, right? They are born on such a high that even doves who have been around for 10 years can't go there, right? So when they are born, they, their mindset, their view of the world is completely higher and greater than, than everybody else down the bottom, Right. If you want to look, if you want to look at the world like an eagle, you need to position yourself around other eagles. So that's absolutely essential. Your environment is absolutely everything. <clears throat> this might sound very trivial, but it's absolutely essential for me. The fourth thing that is essential to being able to be um, successful in absolutely everything, man. People need to learn to listen, right? If you're going to position, it sounds so trivial, but the number of people, the number of time when people ask me for mentorship and I'm sitting on a Zoom call and 70% of the time, they're the ones doing the talking as opposed to me doing the talking. 
And it's not because I gave them the platform. They want to tell me about everything that has gone wrong thus far up until this point. Listen, you can't create a new future with past ideologies, right? If you're going to position yourself around people who are successful, who can take you somewhere, you might as well shut up and listen. <laughs> it is absolutely essential. It sounds like such a little point, but we are in such an environment, right? What having... You know, we have Twitter accounts, we have Instagram accounts, we have TikTok accounts, we have Facebook, we have Snapchat, we have all of these platforms. What they allow you to do psychologically is they let you recognize that your, your opinion matters. And so everybody is out there spreading their opinion, right? And we are in this environment now where, look, I have to respect your opinion because you have one. Well, just because you have a Facebook and a Twitter account doesn't really mean that your opinion is valid, right? If you haven't experienced life enough, Sometimes you need to be quiet and actually listen and read and learn from people who have gone before you. I feel like that is the biggest problem, one of the biggest problems of millennials in this day and age. We are so caught up. I'm a millennial, but I was raised old school, right? I was raised old school. My, men my mentors, when they were talking, you can't even... I'm around certain people these days when they're talking, you're not even allowed to spread your opinion. Of course, that is a little bit extreme, but I would rather just shut up and learn so that I can add to my vocabulary of wisdom, right? And be able to create my own path as opposed to keep talking and really not listening. Look, my nan always used to say, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason, right? God intended for you to listen twice as much as you speak, right? Learn to just listen. Whenever you find yourself in an environment, it is so important that you take your time and glean information, learn, ab absorb that information as opposed to com constantly expressing. The last element that I feel is absolutely essential to success, man, you need, you need an attitude. You need to develop a winning attitude. Like everything that I have shared on this pod is absolutely essential, but none of it matters. None of it matters if you do not develop an attitude to win. Ultimately, the people who win are people who expect to win. I think I said on the podcast, one of the episodes, that for me, I don't feel like I am the most talented person. If you say, what is Usain Bolt's talent? We can quickly, immediately say, he's fantastic at running. What is Steph Curry good at? He can hit those balls. What is, what is Richard Branson fantastic at? He is amazing at building brands. Like all of these people have incredible talents. I don't necessarily have a talent, but if I had to choose a talent, Man, I have the confidence of a God. I don't care if I walk into an environment and I don't even know what I'm doing. I will go and speak to the most highest person in the room and let them know of my presence, <laughs> right? And, and sometimes people look at me and, and think, who is this little Negro who has the audacity to walk into the room? But you know what? They are impressed by the audacity and the confidence that I have to walk into those rooms that a lot of the opportunities I have been given, I have been given them because I had the audacity and the confidence to walk into those rooms, right? A lot of the opportunities you're missing in your life is mainly because you don't even have the confidence to go and apply for those jobs, to go and apply for those positions, to be able to position yourself into those environments, Right, having confidence and ambition is absolutely—it is the bedrock. It is the foundation of absolutely any and everything that you are intending to achieve. You know what? Skip all four of what I just previously said and master this. Once you have mastered this, look, believe in yourself. Ultimately, there is a poem. Let me share with you this poem 
by the way, one of my favorite authors is Walter D. Wintle, right? Go and Google every Walter D. Wintle book you can find. And in one of his books, this is the poem that he says. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but you think you can't, it is almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you are outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself because before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. Chase! Yeah, marinate on that. This is Moving Mountains Podcast. I've been your host, Michael Lowe. I hope you have enjoyed today's episode. Listen, keep winning, man. Until next time. All new episodes drops every Monday and Wednesday, available on all platforms.